Yo, what's good, my friend? What's good? What's good? How's it going, Wayne? I'm good, man. Uh, another day. Um, it was a good day. Same old, same old. Just got off from work. Um, got some good sales. Had some fun. I got to say this, man. My last sale, the customer hated me. I felt like she hated me. Like she, I, It's like she felt like I was. she was forced to stay with me. But to be honest with you, my empathetic side, uh, if I was a little more empathetic, I probably would have let her get away. But screw that. Give me my 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we expecting the other two, or uh, we're expecting Superfly Minata showed up. Show up! I just sent him a showed up. Showed up. <laughs> I sent him a, uh, a an invitation. I'm gonna send him a quick text just to uh, All right. let Did him... Joe say not, or did we just not heard from him? What was the question? Is Joe? Did he say he will not, or, or cannot, or do we just not hear back? Oh, no. So Joe, he's Joe's uh... not coming. Okay. Boom. Hey, there's Paul. Aduda. What's good, bro? Not much, Sean. That was weird because I like join and I can hear you guys kind of, and then all of a sudden it just had me at the waiting to record menu. I was actually just about to send you a quick text. Say, hey, bud, starting. Oh man, how you doing, Paul? You know, chilling. Like a villain on penicillin. Yep. <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> good to see you, man. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It's really good to hear from you again. It's uh, for for the listeners. We actually uh, had a little bit of a uh, uh, a little mishap, I guess, with communication. Turns out, you know, since my boy Paul over here is, uh, I think you're still in what Japan, right? Yeah. No, it was just Okinawa. yeah. It was just last week. Uh, uh, I missed the time. I thought it was later than it was, and then uh, before that, I was off in mainland doing an exercise. Plus, uh, you know, I was uh, the phone that he was using. Uh, apparently, I was I was. Uh, texting the wrong phone that he wasn't currently using so that's why we missed him a couple episodes as well uh yeah adam how you doing today man you doing all right good that's good getting ready to hop back on as soon as they're with this to grind some comps that is true look i'm gonna i'm gonna go back to d1 first and like broadcast that i'm i'm a uh I'm I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a broadcast. See, I'm a broadcast D1 for like an hour, then I'm gonna hop into D2. Oh. Is that Paul or is that you, Adam? That, yeah, I'm at the airport. Okay. I'm not here, man. Oh wow! I just realized though, like there's a flight at 11, which is 30 minutes, but yet I'm on the noon one, so I'm just gonna sit here for a little longer. Okay. Is it okay? So, uh, is it possible you can kind of mute yourself for two seconds? Yeah, that's right. Um, I actually don't know how to do that on this app. Is there like a? How about uh, let, let's do it the old-fashioned way? How about you just like cover the phone and like a coat? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Is that better or no? No, but I think we'll be okay. All right, fellas. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the 16th episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne01193. We got our two guys here, Superfly Manai and Navy Man914. Uh, we're here today going to discuss a little bit of Destiny once again. It's going to be a very short podcast tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about the... Um, What's it called again? It's called the um, uh, the season of the Forge. Okay? There's going to be three pinnacle, three pinnacle weapons that are going to be appearing very soon. And uh, we're going to talk about 
Paul, are you like sitting underneath the speaker? I don't know. I have my headset on. Well, I got a question. Adam, can you hear me very clearly? I can hear you. I hear the uh, lady in the background on the like loudspeaker more. All right, hold on. Let me turn my headset off. Okay. It's better now. Whatever you did is pretty good now. I don't think Paul, can you hear us? I mean, I can hear you guys. I'm just covering up my phone. Okay. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you're good okay, now. You're good. All right, so look, I'm gonna go back with that intro. Uh, for those of you guys that didn't hear me, I'm not even sure because I'm not gonna know how it sounds until I'm done recording. But like I said, welcome to the 16th episode of the Orbs Bidets Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Zero One One. Woo! Excuse me. <laughs> I just had a Red Bull. Wayne Zero One One Ninety Three. And um, we're going to talk about some destiny, obviously. So we're going to talk about the season of the Forge and the three pinnacle weapons that are going to appear uh, very soon, I believe, in season five. So the three weapons we're going to discuss are the uh, a fusion rifle called the Loaded Question, uh, an auto rifle called the Breakneck, and a grenade launcher called the, uh, what's it called? Um, the Mountaintop. That's how you call it. And uh, we're, gonna, we're just, we're just going to discuss what they are and how to get them and our opinions on them, and that's it. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about the, the first uh, one on deck. Is, the first one on deck is going to be the, uh, the the Vanguard weapon. It's called the Loaded Question. Um, it's a high-impact fusion rifle. It's obviously ARC. Um, to, be perfectly, to be perfectly honest, I kind of wish they did a, I don't know, I wish they would have changed the aesthetics a bit because it looks just like the main ingredient, to be honest with you, but the perk sounds pretty cool. Uh, so um, the loaded question's unique perk is reservoir burst. When the battery is full, your next burst deals additional damage. So I think when they say when your battery is full, I think that means when your clip is full. I think that's what they mean. Uh, yeah, like the magazine. Exactly right. Your next burst deals additional damage and causes enemies to explode on death. So I think that's really cool. To be honest with you, I think you know when it comes to damage weapons like. When, when it comes to perks, getting a bonus in damage, I think they're very they're overlooked because uh, we need the effect and we also need the the aesthetics of like what's happening, the, the wow factor. I think you need them both for, for a weapon to be memorable and effective. Um, and uh, I'm reading them. I'm reading. I'm reading on the, uh, the this week at Bungie post. It says this one went through a couple of cycles. Originally, it had a completely different perk that didn't quite make the cut. We tried a version that only had a damage bonus but damage bonuses can sometimes be hard to appreciate when you're using a special weapon against lower health enemies. So explosions on kill were added to really sell the oomph and deal with the waves of clustered enemies. Um, I just said that, but I think it seemed way better. Uh, so what do you guys think? So, Paul, you can start since, you know, you're the loudest one. What do you think about this? Uh, <laughs> um, well, you want me to talk about all three or just the fusion? Right just the first? fusion. Just the fusion. All right. So just for the fusion, I think... I think it's a good idea. Um, I think it would be paired well with what are the boots that auto reload for you? Transversive steps. So, I mean, if you're doing PVE activities and you constantly running over special ammo, I mean, essentially every time you take three steps, it basically auto reloads your entire magazine, giving you that 
you know, that extra damage boost every single shot. Um, so it's a cool concept in that aspect. I think it's nice that we're getting a fusion rifle. Uh, it's hard hitting. But, yeah, as far as concept goes, I would like it to have looked a little bit different. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's bad. I'm excited for it. I just don't use fusion rifles that much uh, in D2. So, yeah. It's, but I think out of the three that we're getting, I think it's probably A, the easiest to get, and B, probably the one that I would use the most. Yeah, I think you're probably right for the most part. Um, yeah, I said fusion rifle, auto rifle, then grenade launch, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm down to have an open mind and see how these actually work. But uh, yeah, no, um, I, I, I kind of agree. I, I, base, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, like I said, I think the aesthetics could have, I guess, used a, a different approach because it looks just like the main ingredient. Adam, what do you think? Well, like normal, uh, Adam, I'm going to have to agree and disagree with pretty much everything you guys said. So, you know me, I absolutely love fusion rifles. That is my like go to special weapon. I use fusion rifles over shotguns and, uh, you know, snipers and everything pretty much all the time. But it does not seem to impress me very much because of the fact that it only is the first bullet. And, yeah, I guess with transversive steps, which, I mean, I'm a warlock, so that'd probably be, you know, okay. But that still means you have to be reloading. So I don't know how many rounds are in the magazine or how slow or fast the reload speed is. But it seems like if you're not a warlock with transversive steps on running around all the time, you're going to be just reloading constantly to get that first bullet because the other ones are just going to be a normal fusion rifle. So it's it seems like it's kind of a little, a little lackluster um, perk. I, again, we'll have to see, wait and see how much extra damage and how big the explosion is, but it seems like it's kind of like, eh. But also then I'm just not a huge fan of the main ingredient. Really? Um, even though I know a lot of people like it and they seem to do good, I absolutely hate the the archetype of the main ingredient it just doesn't seem to fit my playstyle. Wow. Um, I do like the fact that it's in high impact because that's what I use are high impact. But I guess we'll just have to see the range and how tight the shots are because that's to me what makes or breaks a fusion. Which is why I use the Amalons, the like the Arantil FR4 or the Shock and Awe because you can just absolutely map people with those because of the high impact, the range. Um, and then how tight the bolts are. So, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. you know, we'll wait to see. But, I mean, I don't even use the new main ingredient. I've gotten main ingredients with, like, you know, it looks like it's a god roll, and I try it. I just cannot kill anything with them in, like, PvP. I stick to my Aaron Till, even though it's year one and doesn't have, you know, the greatest perks because I can just absolutely map people with it. Well, look, fun fact. I think you probably know this already. Probably you and Paul. But I say uh, when a fusion rifle has more range, uh, that actually means the uh, the fusion bolts are actually tighter together and they travel faster. Just to, just to point that out. So, yeah, if it has a lot of range, then it has to get to its destination faster, faster to actually, in order for it to make sense. So, uh, if it has good range, then it, it's a good that's why I think the And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, we'll see because I don't think they've released the actual, like, stats yet. So, I don't know. Maybe it is actually going to be really good. I mean, yeah, but... right. I hope so. All right. So, look. Uh, this is how you actually earn the 
the loaded question fusion rifle. Um, first, you pick up the quest from Zavala. Second, you complete the following objective. So uh, you can earn you can earn progress toward these goals at the same time. You, you get 500 fusion kills in any striker nightfall. You need to get a thousand art kills in any striker nightfall and do 40 strike or nightfall completion. So you can do these all at the same time. And then once you're done, you head back to Zavala and you got your loaded question. Oh, excuse me. So the next one is uh, is going to be the one from Gambit. It's an auto rifle. It's called the Breakneck. It's a precision auto rifle, the Kinetic. Um, the Breakneck's unique perk is called Onslaught. This weapon's rate of fire increases as you stack Rampage. So and that actually kind of makes a lot of sense. I'm actually just going to read this because I feel like what I'm about to say is about to be repeated in this uh, this week at Bungie little uh, you know description of this gun here. It says, uh, when the plan was made to create more pinnacle weapons for a variety of activities and not just the crucible, we had to think of something that would that would fit the activity. Uh, this was intended to be a workhorse for Gambit encounters, where killing large numbers of enemies very fast is the name of the game for a significant portion of it. So something with something with um, Rampage was an obvious starting point. Pinnacle weapons occupy an interesting space in the sandbox where we can take what is normally a legendary tier effect like Rampage and expand on that idea further. We did it with Outlaw for Desperado, and we're doing it with something familiar, simil, similar, excuse me, I can't even talk right, similar here for Rampage. So that's kind of cool. I mean, I like that. Um, this, that makes a lot of sense to me. This is definitely made for mobs of enemies, period, not just for Gambit, but in Gambit, we do nothing but kill a bunch of enemies to get moats, to kill our primeval, to win. So that makes a lot of sense. I like that a lot. Uh, I mean, like I said, uh, I'm very easy to please, but I'm still kind of digging the fusion rifle a little bit more just based off of what I'm hearing. Um, I feel like that um, it just depends on it really just depends on how how, uh, how much damage. I mean, honestly, I, I, have, I have high hopes for this weapon, but I feel like it's going to be I don't think it's going to be that good. I hope it is. I, I'm very hopeful. I am. I am. I'm, I'm hoping. But I just, I've been disappointed before. Because it sounds like a beast weapon. You're talking about a weapon that has Rampage, and it increases the rate of fire as you stack Rampage. So not only are you doing more damage, you're doing more damage per second. Like, even if you didn't have Rampage, when you increase the rate of fire, you increase the damage per second, which is also good. But, like, you stack that with Rampage, this thing could be a beast. I also kind of wonder, you know, if the stability is good. We'll see. Because I, 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 we, we, we talked about this before. I think we tossed this idea out when we, were, when we weren't in the podcast, like, saying, like, all right, so are they going to throw out some pinnacle weapons? Some Are they, they going to throw out more pinnacle weapons, such as, you know, like like the like um, the, 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 the Claymore Pulse Rifle or Broadsword or the... Um, not forgotten or Luna's how hand cannon. Those are pinnacle weapon rewards. And I see that they're branching out to finding more pinnacle weapons that we can use in PVP and also in PVE. All right, Paul, what do you think about this auto rifle? Go ahead. Mm. Paul, you with us, buddy? Who without Paul? <laughs> Paul's still here. He's just, I don't think. Okay, Adam, why don't you tell us what you think? <laughs> so this one is the one that has me most excited um, because I really like the hazard of the cast auto rifle and it looks like it's going to be at least aesthetically it looks like it's pretty much the same thing with a few variations 
Um, and, you know, I use Hazard of the Cast primarily in PvE type activities. So that's going to kind of fit that niche uh, pretty well. Um, the... And then I guess, sorry, I'm going to backtrack slightly with that fusion rifle because I thought of something that I wasn't thinking about before because you were saying how it could be good. The one downside is, again, because I primarily use fusion rifles in PvP. Well, in PvP, hardly ever do you have a full magazine because you only spawn with two. So unless you're going around collecting a lot of special bricks, that perk is never going to be active in PvP mode. I guess you got a good point. I, I don't know. I mean, so I think, it's I mean, only going to be worthwhile in a PVE activity when you're getting a lot of uh, special ammo. I mean, no, I agree. I agree. No, I, I see what you're talking about. Hopefully, man, um, when they say when the battery is full, I, I, like I said, I, honestly, I really just think you need to have a full clip, like the, the, the maximum amount of fusions you can use in a clip. I think that's what they mean when your battery is full. So, I mean, yeah, with that... Well, and that's what yeah. I'm saying, but the battery is yeah. never full in PvP. Well, I, no, I won't say never. Hardly, but though. Right. Hardly yeah. ever. Right, yeah. And le- right. Again, unless it's a small magazine, unless it only has, like, two per magazine, which would also be kind of weird. Money, my money says it has, like, four or at least five tops. So, um, but then moving on back to the auto rifle, um, it seems like it'd be a really cool idea. Again, very kind of niche. It's, you know, they're designing it for gambit or maybe even strikes where you're killing a lot of enemies um it is a precision frame which because I, I, I forgot so i had to go look it up a precision frame is a 450 so it starts out at a slow heavy hitting and so then um with rampage obviously that makes it even better and then if it as it goes uh faster rate of fire that's going to make it very nice but again it also then just depends on the reload speed because you're going to start burning through ammo real quick when that thing speeds up. And uh, if it has a really slow reload speed to the point where you can't reload before rampage um, wears off and you got to start all over again, you know, that makes it, you know, still good, but not as good. Like it'd be awesome if that thing has a pretty quick reload where you can reload and still be in rampage, you know, ready to kill things. But that would probably make it a uh, kind of overpowered so i i doubt that oh there's paul going away i think he's coming back we were having a side conversation uh, i was asking him he heard he, he can hear you talking and I'm, I'm assuming he can hear me but uh there we go boom welcome back paul yeah sorry maybe it was something i kept turning my headset off so i could just uh you guys wouldn't hear oh that's oh okay I, i'm assuming you just forgot to unmute or something Okay, well, no, yeah. unless there's a mute on my headset that I hit by accident, but yeah, I was just trying to, oh, maybe that's, that's probably what this button is, actually. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm assuming you heard uh, about the auto rifle, the, the perks. Did you hear everything about the auto yeah, rifle? Yeah, okay. yeah, I know, I know about the auto rifle. So what I would say is, well, I know Adam's still going about the, the fusion rifle, so I'll clean that up first. Um, you got to think, though, it's still a special weapon. It's still going to one-shot in most scenarios um in pvp i mean it, or even if you have the two shot but if you happen to get that full magazine because maybe you're saving your special and just picking kills or taking the special ammo from your teammates getting kills um whether they're sniping or whatever or using heavy weapons at the time you could get a full magazine and then when you do that's like a clip worthy you know like shot if you are able to kill one dude 
he blows up and takes like three of his teammates with him or something like that. You never know. Um, but with the auto rifle, I would just say, I mean, it, is it 450 rate of fire and it jumps to 600? Is that the jump increase they're talking about? Uh, and then you said stability, but what about magazine size? If it increases rate of fire, you're going to run through it kind of like the, uh, what's the exotic one? Fabian strategy. Soros. Yeah. This, yeah. Whatever the Soros one is. Uh, Fabian strategy would, would be a good template because I think it was like a hockey 45 round magazine auto rifle, which I thought was awesome. I loved using that thing. I thought it was um, cool. What made it a pain in the butt was like when people got close, the proc would increase where if you got close, their rate of fire would increase. And then you, you're out of ammo like that. You had like 40 rounds in the magazine. I think they need, they should have increased it. I think like when that part, when someone gets too close, you start adding rounds to the magazine. I don't know. Go ahead. Keep talking. But yeah, so basically you can look at it that way. Maybe having a rampage like perk with an increased rate of fire is how they countered that, where you're actually able to take down guardians in, in the crucible faster that way, um, or even just adds. I mean, it sounds like a good ad clearing weapon. I'm not a huge auto rifle fan in Gambit, though. Um, I Same. just think it's, I don't know, I just think it's its not my thing, but um, I'm okay. still going to get it uh, on my quest to get the Malfeasance, you know. Still trying to get that the meatball, but we'll see if that ever happens. Seriously, man, you missed it last night. Me, Adam, and JoJo, or should I say Joe? It's a Lucky Capone or something. That's his gamer tag. We were yeah, playing, yeah, Joey. Yeah, we were we were playing like Gambit all night, and we kept winning. Like we didn't lose, not one game. Which is funny because then when I was playing later with uh, Ben, you know, Master Chief, it took us about an hour and a half to get our first win. He needed one win to level up, like to to get his second reset, and it took us about an hour and a half to get it. We were just losing, like we were with the worst blueberries. Like it was so bad. Oh uh, no, I think Ben just sucked, dude. You could just say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ben was still no, actually I, pretty. I would good. say was... me and Ben normally we win probably eighty five percent of our matches when we play like at night. Like in the... we were getting blueberries, doing stupid things, like. You know, we were we had enough to bank, but they were still out collecting. And so we're sitting there waiting for him to come and get them. And then he would die. And so then all of a sudden we don't have it again. It's like, come on. Like no one was clearing the center. So it was like me or Ben stuck trying to clear the center. And then, yeah, it was just bad. Like it, it, Everything was, that could go wrong was going wrong. Hmm. All right. So next we're going to talk about how to earn the breakneck auto rifle. Um, so obviously first you pick up the quest from the drifter. Um then you complete the following objectives. You can earn all these goals at the same time, just like the fusion rifle. Uh, get 500 auto rifle kills. Get 100, get 100 uh, auto rifle multi-kills. Get 150 challenging enemies defeated. And 40 gambit uh, matches completed. You complete, them, you complete them all. You go back to the drifter. Boom. You got your, you got your gun. All right, so next is the crucible. This is the last one. It's called the mountaintop. It's a uh, Real quick, though. launcher kinetic. And uh, the mountaintop's unique perk is called. Wayne. What's up, Adam? Oh, you heard me, Adam. Okay. Oh, uh, something. Just tell me if you could. I'm gonna. Can you hear me now? I can still hear you. Yeah. yeah. But oh, I that's not you, then. What about now? I can still hear you. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what this thing does. Then. All right, never mind. I'm gonna take my headset back off. I thought maybe it muted it before, but I guess not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're gonna go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just going to go right back, just in case 
the listeners couldn't hear me uh, on how to earn the breakneck auto rifle. So in order to get the breakneck auto rifle, you got to pick up the quest from the drifter. Um, you can complete all the following objectives. You earn, uh, you can earn the progress toward these goals all at the same time, just like the uh, Vanguard uh, fusion rifle. So you get 500 auto rifle kills. You need 100 auto rifle multi-kills. You need 150 challenging enemies defeated. I'm assuming that just means orange bars or bosses. And you need 40 Gambit matches completed. After all that, go right back to the Drifter and boom, you got your gun. Next, uh, we're going to talk about the last weapon you can get from the Crucible, and it's called the Mountaintop. Uh, it's a lightweight grenade launcher. It's a kinetic one. Um, the Mountaintop's unique perk is called Micro Missile. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me. <laughs> this weapon fires in a straight line and has a massively increased projectile speed. That's very interesting. Um, in addition to the, uh, to the above benefits, the projectile instantly detonates on the environment instead of, instead of bouncing like a traditional grenade launcher, unless you have sticky grenades selected. Uh, this weapon was created for a few reasons. Other than the malicious birthright, we haven't created any new lightweight grenade launchers since Forsaken. Now, the uh, malicious birthright, just for the listener's sake and I guess for our, for our sake, um, that's the ex exclusive uh, grenade launcher that you, that you can get from the Strike. Um, I think it's called, what's it called, Adam? Shade, Lake of Shadows? Honestly, I don't remember. I have I no idea. Lake of Shadows. Anyway, you could get that grenade launcher. From that's the one on the EDZ, if that's what you're talking yes, about. Yes, the one on the EDZ with the giant fa phalanx, the Taken one. Yeah, that's Lake of Shadows. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's the that's the malicious birthright. It's uh, It's interesting. I'm not really good at you know, uh, lightweight grenade launchers or s single shot ones. But anyway, um, back to what I was saying. Um, in general, it's a pretty underrated weapon type. Uh, it really is. This weapon gave us an opportunity to explore it as a pinnacle crucible weapon and add more variety to the mix of what you'll use and have used against you. The feeling of getting a direct hit for that is... What does it say? It said the feeling of getting a direct hit for that instant kill is satisfying. So the weapon was built to support it. But to give more options, it's also the only lightweight grenade launcher with sticky grenades. Hmm. For those of you who have more tactical approach to the crucible, that's interesting. Um, wow. Um it does look cool. I mean, well, the 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 design um is similar to uh the malicious birthright. It has like a stock. Uh, you know, uh, in the back. So it, it's, it's, it's one of the, the bigger ones. Um, it's not a, you know, it, it's, it's a cool look. Um, like I said, it's very, it's very similar to the malicious birthright uh, grenade launcher. It has, a, those are the only two grenade launchers that actually have a stock on the gun, um, but it looks good. Um, I like the idea of a, uh, of a grenade launcher. Uh, that's a single shot that goes in a straight line or horizontal line or whatever. And it's basically a sticky nade. Um, I think that's that's interesting. I'm I'm kind of curious. I think it's going to be satisfying. Uh, it's not my favorite, but it's some. It seems like more of like a gimmicky weapon. I think, to be perfectly honest, these type of grenade launches, the single shot ones, have always been more gimmicky. Um, I think it'll probably surprise us on how effective it just might be. I mean, let's be honest. The fighting lion was considered a joke or a meme, but there's people that actually use it, and it's actually it's pretty effective. Uh, it's, 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 it's still considered a meme or a gimmicky weapon, but people still use it seriously. Um, I, I mean, like I said, it is my least favorite based off of what I'm reading, but I would still give it a chance. Um, 
like I said, it's my least favorite, but I think it's still cool overall. All right, uh, Adam, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I don't use grenade launchers, and the only ones I do use are like Prospector. So, okay, yeah, I'm probably not even going to grind for that one because that one looks like it's going to be just as difficult as um, uh, Luna's Howl and some of the other ones because you got to get Fabled and Glory. And you know, if, if I get it, I get it, like cool, but I just don't feel like using a grenade launcher like that. You know, that just seems like it's just not, yeah. So for me, nah, I'll pass. Okay. All right, Paul, what do you think? You're next. I'm going to give him a text. I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, I think he did the thing again wherever it messed it up like last time. <laughs> next, bud. Hold on. For our listeners, hold on. This is a rare situation, apparently. Oh, yep. Yeah, he, he, he's, at, he, he's at the airport. That's why we kept hearing the announcer. Oh, well, screw it. I don't know. Whatever he did. I don't know why you guys can't hear me. I can up. hear you the whole time. I believe it. Right, we, can, we can hear you again. I got there's, li- there's literally nothing on the screen that says mute or anything like that. Um, so that's weird. Well, you're, but, on, you're on deck, pal. All right, yeah. So I was, I was actually just in a Destiny Companion app. I was trying to look up the name of the grenade launcher that um, I was excited to use while trying to get the mountaintop. So uh, you might remember it, Wayne. It was the dead orbit one. Yeah. Yeah. I got killed by and that. I had like, lot. Yeah. When we were doing doubles like a long time ago and that oh, one dude yeah. was just like smoking us with it. Cause I'm like a direct impact. It had like some perk along with like black powder to just like, it was like an insta kill. Um, but what I like about the mountaintop, and it could change. I feel like it's going to be like a gateway grenade launcher, right? For single shots. Um, the fact that A, it does shoot more in a horizontal line, a straight shot with higher velocity. And B, it blows up on impact. No matter what it hits, it just blows up, which makes it more of easy, I think, to get your like get your foot in the door with using um, grenade launchers. Because a lot of people, I feel like, just struggle with it. Um, at least that's how I feel. I don't know. Um it's just, I guess, like where you gotta like hold down the trigger and then release it when you need to. It, it's, it's hard, but I think the skill gap is there where like the players that invest time to practicing, definitely it pays off because I've seen a lot of dudes get a lot of kills with things such as the fighting line and some of the other the, uh, the other lightweight frames or the special weapon grenade launchers. So yeah. um, it, it seems like an extensive quest. Where you know you got to get brave, you got to knock out a whole bunch of steps, and then you got to get fabled and this and that. Which fabled isn't the be all end all. It's not like hitting legend, but um, it's an interesting approach that they're using for this weapon. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, that's that's a good way of uh, saying it. You said it was a, a. This could possibly be the gateway for the single shot uh, grenade launchers, and I think they're right. Um, I mean, in a sense. Um, I mean, I guess you can. I guess you can also say it. Uh, you say gateway, or I guess say maybe because uh, people already use the fighting line pretty effectively, even or just single shot grenade launchers in general. But I guess you could say it definitely does uh, broaden the uh, skill gap. Um, I, in my opinion, based off of what I'm hearing, it seems a tad easier to use and more fun because I have to say it is satisfying to get a kill with a single shot grenade launcher. You feel like you've earned it. Yeah, and like think about it this way, like. Um, 
what's the name of that map? It's of course I come up with an example and I can't think of the map. It's like the new Mars, uh, not Mars, Mercury, Solitude, Mercury. No, no, no. It's the Mercury one. Basically, it's the uh, where you would go when you hit seven wins and trials of Osiris for Altar D1. of Flame. Yeah, Altar of Flame, right? So there's that little like cave area in the back. Um, if if you're like in one entrance and some dude comes, some Titan, I'm assuming, comes bearing around, he's got a shotgun out. Nine times out of ten, if you have a fighting lion or another single shot grenade launcher and you fire it off, but you don't hit him directly, even if you release the trigger, it's too early for it to explode at that range. But this weapon, it, it with it just being more of like a proximity mine where it just blows up as soon as it hits something or you fire, you can shoot it at the ground. You can shoot, like you can hit the wall. Like, you don't necessarily have to hit him, but it's going to make an explosion inside a tight area and do enough damage where you could finish him off with like either a switching to a primary or B a melee, or maybe you actually hit him and it's just a one shot. So I think that that's where it'll like have its most like appeal for like new grenade launcher users as far as like lightweight frame. Yeah, I agree. I mean, in that scenario that that really makes sense. I honestly have to say I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that they're bringing out specific weapons or pinnacle weapons for each season. I think they're going to keep doing this for each season. I think they should. I'm kind of surprised they came up with three, but I think probably uh, they're probably short on time because uh, all of these pinnacle weapons, they don't have – only one that has, like, a, a special look to it is the Gambit weapon. And that's because Gambit is a totally new game mode. So it's the only different-looking kind of gun or different-themed gun, I guess you can say. But, no, honestly, over, over overall, I'm really enjoying the fact that they are bringing something new to the table so you can kind of break the monotony and – you know, bring out those weapons that people will sought after, or weapons that are just unique. It's like it's like a tier right beneath uh, an exotic. It's like legendary, then legend, you know, legendary exotic esque, and then it's just exotic, right? Or it's like legendary second class or first class. Yeah, I mean, I meant first class. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna uh, real quick go over how to get the mountaintop. And Paul was right, or Adam was right. This is like the longest quest out of out of the three. Um, so uh, the quest to earn this weapon lives up to the weapon's name. It's going to take some dedication. We changed it up this season so you can kind of do some of the steps in a non-competitive playlist if you choose. But if you, but you will progress quicker by playing in the competitive playlist. You still need to rank up your glory score to Fabled in the end to claim the weapon. Uh, step one: reach glory rank in reach glory rank brave within a season. Step two. Each objective earns you progress per action in any playlist, and players can earn substantial bonus progress by completing these objectives in the Crucible playlist. Here's the first dot. In the Crucible, earn grenade launcher final blows, or just get kills with grenade launchers. Um, You need a total of 750 points uh, in the non-competitive playlist. You need um, three kills. This is, so, so I see this is in the, in the non-competitive playlist. You need three kills or three points. Uh, in the competitive playlist, you need ten kills or ten points. And uh, you need to rapidly defeat groups of two or more opponents. Total of 200 points. Uh, the non-competitive playlist, uh, you need double plays. So you need two points. Uh, subsequent, su- subsequent, subsequent kills after double plays, one point. 
So I, I guess, so yeah, just to clarify. All right, so I felt like I was confusing myself as I was reading it. Basically, uh, for like, um, for the non-competitive, so I'll start back from the beginning. For the non-competitive playlist, um, you need a total, for the, like for the, for step two, you need a, uh, you need to, in the Crucible, earn grenade launcher kills, like final blows, right? You need a total of 750 points. And the points you can, and this is how you earn the points. So with kills, you get three points in the non-competitive playlist. And in the competitive playlist, you get 10 points per kill. Yeah, I feel like I got that wrong. Sorry about that. Yeah, I got that wrong. So, yeah, for each kill in the non-competitive playlist, you get three points. And in the competitive playlist, you get 10 points. Now, uh, the second dot is you rapidly, you need to rapidly defeat groups of two or more opponents. And you need 200 points total for that. Uh, in the non-competitive playlist, um, you get double plays or two points uh subsequent kills after double plays one point and in the competitive playlist uh the double plays are worth five points and the subsequent kills after double plays is worth two points and uh here is the final dot uh earn you need to earn calculated trajectory medals and you need a total of 100 points for this one so in the non-competitive playlist the medal earned is one point and if you get this medal earned in the competitive playlist you get four points now we're on step three. Step three, you need to reach glory rank Fable within a season. After you reach Fable, you can come down from the mountaintop and return to Lord Shanks, and you'll receive the grenade launcher mountaintop. Um, and I read their final thoughts, I guess. They say we got a lot of feedback from players that they didn't like splitting their progress toward the Crucible Pinnacle Quest. All of these objectives we use account-wide constructs so players can complete these objectives on any character. Uh, that should give you an idea of how pinnacle weapons work, will work in season of the forge. Next week, you can start using them to see for yourself. All right, so uh, that's pretty much it. That is that is a long list, but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, you guys have any final thoughts at all, Paul? Uh, no, nothing that we haven't already said. Adam, no, should be good. Okay, awesome. What's up? So, guys, thank you guys again uh, for joining for the 16th episode of the Orbs for Days Con podcast. Plot, podcast. Podcast. Until then, uh, we will see you guys. Oh, you can say something, Adam? What? I thought you said something. My fault. Anyway, uh, so we'll see you guys in orbit. Bye-bye. Bye. Toodles. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate that, as always. If you guys want to check us out on other social platforms, feel free to do so on Instagram and Facebook. You can just type in Orbs for Days and you'll just find it. Also, if you want to check us out on other podcast platforms, whether you have Android or iPhone, there's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and even Spotify. Also, if you want to keep updated with uh, content creation or podcast uploads and times, feel free to follow me on Twitter at Wayne01193. And also, if you want to check me out live on Twitch, you can also follow me on Wayne01193, acting a fool. So you guys have a good one. Appreciate it.